Hey there. Can you tell everybody your name? Hudson. And how old are you? Eight. Eight. You learned how to do something really cool this week. What'd you learn how to do? Tie my shoes. That was our summer goal. And you accomplished it on like week two of summer. Do you like doing it now? Yeah. Can Jordan tie her shoes? Yeah. Yeah. A, a different way. A different way. That's right. You each do your own method, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. What is your favorite thing to do right now? What do you do pretty much every day and every weekend? Baseball. Play baseball. Last weekend, you had a tournament. Can you tell everybody about it? We got second place in the championship and we got a ring. Your ring is like bigger than your fist. It's so cool. Is that the first championship ring you've ever gotten? Yeah. Yes. Did Jordan go and watch all your games? Yes. Yes. Do you ever hear her cheer for you? No. No, but it's funny. When I try to get her to cheer, she'll be like, go Chiefs. I mean, go Hudson. (laughs) Okay. Today's episode is all about siblings. So we talked a lot about you and Jordan. Can you tell everybody things you and Jordan like to do together? Um, we like to, at home, we like to play hide and seek. You guys play hide and seek a lot. That's right. Okay, wait. But does Jordan ever try to cheat? Yeah. So what do you have to do? Um, hide quickly. You hide quickly. And what do you make her do? Because she'll lock her in the bathroom. She goes in the bathroom and then we yell when she can come out and come find you, right? Because mm-hmm. she'll just go like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Here I come. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was good that you figured out to make her go somewhere else. What are some other things you guys like to do? We like to eat lunch. Yes. What's Jordan's favorite thing to eat? A pizza. <laughs> yes. What do we do? She loves to go out to eat. So do you. So when we go out to dinner, what do we usually do while we're waiting? Um, play cards. We almost always take a game to the restaurant, don't we? Yeah. And you, Jordan, and I really like it. Who's the one that usually, I don't want to play a game. Dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What are some other things you guys do? What do we do with Max? Take him for a run. We take him for a run. That makes us sound more energetic. Do we run along to take Max? No. No? (laughs) What do we do? We ride in the golf cart. You and I and Jordan, sometimes dad, we ride in the golf cart, he gets out in the field, and then what do we do? Um, just Roni follows us, but, uh, and we're on the golf cart, he's running. Yes. It's the lazy person's way of walking a dog. You've recently started driving the golf cart a little bit in the field, haven't you? Huh? It's fun. You like it? Jordan drives some. Yeah. But Jordan, when she drives, she's more impressed with thinking she looks cool than looking where she's going, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Okay. You also, on the podcast, we were talking about something really cool you got to do a couple of weeks ago. You got to go to the Cardinals game and do what? Throw the first pitch. Did you love it? Yeah. It was probably one of the best days you've had, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Um... Tell them, what was your favorite part about it? Was it going down in the room ahead of time, going out onto the mound? What did you like? Um, going on the mound and throwing the first pitch, and I liked eating ice cream in the room. Oh, yeah, they did bring us ice cream, yeah. that Yes, that is true. Um, what do you think was Jordan's favorite part of that day? She liked seeing Grandma. She likes seeing grandma, yes. She also likes seeing one of your friends. Who's your friend she likes seeing? Noah. Yeah, Noah. (laughs) 
Yeah, all in all, it was an amazing day. And you could brag on yourself a little bit. Your pitch was amazing. Like it was a strike. Dad and I and Jordan were standing by the president of the Cardinals when you threw it out. I was too. I standing next to him. Yes, but when you went out to throw it and they were all like, whoa. I got a signed hat by him. Yep. And you got a signed ball. Yeah. It was a very cool day. Anything else you can tell people about Jordan? She loves to like eat and she loves like going out to dinner with friends. When we're out and about, does she ever get recognized? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty cool, isn't it? Mm-hmm. What do they usually say? I see you from TikTok. Yeah, that's that's pretty much always what they say. I at, see, there's Jordan. At Human Being yesterday, the person in front of us paid for our food. That was so cool. So what did we do? Um, we paid the human being worker. Yep, we gave him a tip, didn't we? Yep, yeah. We did. All right. Hey, what do you want to say? You're, you're sitting there grinning from ear to ear. Have hey. a good day, you guys. Good morning. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I am Jackie. And I am Ben. Today, we are going to talk all about siblings, specifically our two kids, Jordan, who is 21, she has autism, and Hudson, who is eight, was a bit of a surprise in our life, but has been amazing the whole way. So today is all about the unique relationship they have, some tips we think we've learned along the way that have helped to build their relationship and just kind of what you see from a family perspective. And I think we would start with a cool event we had a couple weeks ago. We were invited to the Cardinals game, St. Louis Cardinals, if you're not familiar with um, MLB baseball. Jackie got, uh, and you're going to have to help me fill in some details here. You got a call from somebody you know. Well, yes. And let's back up for a minute because it started as a TikTok video in which which the Yankees, the Minnesota Twins said I was a cool mom. (laughs) So he's leaving out that important Important part of the detail. But it did start with a video. I just had done a video at Hudson's baseball game. He is all about baseball 24 hours a day. And so until basketball starts, until until a new season of something else starts. So I had, I did a TikTok video because he wanted to know if the St. Louis Cardinals knew us. And I looked at him and I was like, I don't think they know us. And he goes, well, the Kansas City Chiefs do. They comment on our TikToks. So I was at his. So that's his definition of. Yes, us. exactly. So I was at his baseball game that evening. I decided to do a quick TikTok from the game. And I said, hey, you guys, why don't we let TikTok do its thing? If enough of you comment and tag the Cardinals, maybe they'll comment on here and say hi to Hudson. And I said, if they do, it would probably elevate my cool mom (laughs) status. And so, so many of our TikTok followers commented, tag the Cardinals. So the the first team that responded was the Twins. Detroit, probably. No, the Detroit Lions. We love the Lions. (laughs) But it was um, the Minnesota Twins. Twins. And they said, hey, Hudson, we know you. We think your mom's cool. And then the Yankees did too. And I was like, Hudson. So then one of our followers. Well, we didn't hear anything from the Cardinals for a 
couple days, right? I mean, that thing went on. No, 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 not on TikTok itself, but really quickly. This was like on a Thursday. On Friday, one of our followers reached out and emailed me and said, hey, I know the DeWitt family. And for anyone listening that does not know the DeWitt family, they own the Cardinals. The Cardinals. And the son is the president of the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, with the third, I think it is. Yeah. Yes. And so they, this, one of our followers was new Ira DeWitt, who is married to Bill DeWitt. He's the president. And so long story short, Ira DeWitt called me and I about, I was driving, I about felt, I was, I was, I could not believe it. It was one of those moments. When does this ever happen? So that was kind of, and she said, Hey, we want to get you all to a game. She emailed her husband, president of the Cardinals and said, Hey, this is Hudson's mom, the kid I've been telling you about. And so they responded wanting us to come to a game. And then and you guys kind of back and forth deciding when to go. And then we went to the game, yes. decided to go. Well, first he emailed you and said, or had the secretary email and said, hey, would Hudson be willing to throw out the first pitch? And we're all working at our shirt shop. And Jackie's, Jackie gets emails a lot, you know. So she's always bouncing, hey, I got this email, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden she starts freaking out. Ah, I just got this email from... Um, Lindsay, I think, um, Bill DeWitt's um, secretary, Hudson, Bill wants to know if Hudson would throw out the first pitch. We're like, heck yeah. It was so exciting. And to make it even better, it was literally either the day before or that morning. It was right then that I had realized I forgot to purchase a yearbook for Hudson for school. And I was just having one of those loser mom moments because I knew it was coming up on the last day of school soon. And all the kids were taking the yearbooks to sign. And so I had told Hudson, I said, Hudson, I I forgot to get you a yearbook. And he goes, it's okay, mom. And I needed him to fully know how bad it was of me. And I said, but all your friends, everybody at class is going to have a yearbook to get signed. And you're going to have a piece of paper. He goes, mom, it's still okay. I don't care. So that was like that morning that he went to school and we pick, I pick him up from school and I just, I didn't tell him anything. I just started reading the email and I got to the point that it said, Bill wants to know if Hudson would like to throw out the first pitch. And Hudson was like, are you serious? Stoked about it. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. It was super cool. One of the things I, well, I loved every single aspect of it. But Jordan gets a lot of attention from social media. She gets recognized a lot. She gets to do cool things. And we're out places. It's Jordan from TikTok. So it's... some people say hi to Hudson. Oh, absolutely. Wrong, but it's mostly Jordan, of course. But he just he sees her in the hi- in the yep. spotlight. But I've never seen him jealous of her. It doesn't bother him. I think he's actually really proud of her. Yeah, absolutely. But it was ju- because he also has his thing in life. Like the shirt shop is her thing. Yeah. He's got his sports thing. But it was extremely cool that it was just all about him. Yeah. Um, and that was just a That's neat thing. Right. So, right. so we go to the game. Yes. We, I mean, we're the, all the way from the ushers all the way up to bill was super nice. I mean, they've got a great organization. I mean, lots of times you were asking ushers to do this and they just, you know, here, follow me. And we follow them. And finally we get down to this holding room and it's super nice. And there was three other families throwing out the, 
honorary pitch. Yeah, they they call, call it an first honorary pitch. pitch. Honorary first pitch. So there was other families there and we're in this holy room and um, all the beverages you could drink and they brought the kids lemonades and all air conditioned, of course. Uh, and I want to back up for a minute. Jordan was nervous. When we had went to, so we had been at my mom's house the, the weekend before and we saw your family, my family, which she loved. Then usually when we leave my mom's house, we drive straight back home and straight back home is from Sedalia, Missouri to coming Georgia. So it's like an 11 hour drive, but we always laugh. Jordan could drive all the way across the country and name every restaurant between here and there. And it doesn't bother her. But so this time we were stopping in St. Louis and it made her nervous. We got to the hotel on Sunday night. She was just nervous. She was handling it, but she was stressed. Then we went out to dinner that night. She kind of calmed down some, but the next morning she woke up and she was nervous again. And we're like, oh, this is so hard. We just, we wanted her to enjoy it for her sake, but even more so for Hudson's sake. But one of Hudson's best friends, him and his dad and his grandpa flew in for the game to see Hudson do it. It just happens to be a friend that Jordan loves Noah and it's and it's Noah's Hudson's age Hudson's age but we're with their family a lot we vacation with it she knows but of all Hudson's friends for some reason from day one she has always loved Noah so mid-morning you know an hour or two before we go into the game Noah shows up and it was like it made everything better Jordan was calm then she was excited so we go to so like because it could have been scary having to go down into this room there's a lot of people and it's I mean um, but she and Noah wasn't going down into the room with us but it was okay she was calm she she was good to go yeah yeah Yeah. so once we go to down the room we sat there for half an hour and get us all ready and then we all of a sudden you you go out to the you know field and it's not far from down the bowels of the stadium um, and it's, I mean, of course, beautiful place, especially yeah. when you're walking on the field, you know, uh, they, they asked Hudson if he wanted to f- come in a ways to oh, throw yeah. well, out the pitch or you can do yeah. it from the mound. Like, do I throw it from here? Do, where do I throw it from? The guy's like, you could throw it 10 feet, which is the grass area or all the way to the mound. And Hudson kind of looked at us and like, I'm throwing it from the mound. I'm I think he knew yeah. it's a once in a lifetime thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make the most out of absolutely, this. Absolutely. Um, Jordan was able to walk down there with she, us. Yeah, we stood. It was funny. One thing they did, they said, you know, like oh, yeah. it's a dirt behind it. It's the walking, around, walking, tr- warning, warning. But so we were right is, at but right home, home plate. Yeah. But don't touch the grass. Do, the, so Hudson got to go out into the grass to but get the mound, but no one else, even we were with. So Bill DeWitt came down to Which stand with great. us. This it was so neat. He stood guy, with us well, and well, talked well, to us the whole time. When he started. This guy, strange guy, started walking up, and he has no necklace ID on. Okay, wait, not a strange guy. Well, a guy we didn't know. A guy but we had, didn't know. Yes. Sure, <laughs> he didn't have a name tag on. He didn't have a bracelet on. If you're on the field, you have all these. If you're not a player, you've got all these identification marks on you as wristband, neckband, something. And this guy comes walking up, and he didn't have any of those things on. Yes. And I looked at him, and because I, I had saw him on the internet, you know, and he's like Jack. Are you Jackie? Yeah, let's be clear. He asked for oh, Jackie. Yeah, let's not absolutely. leave that very important no, point out. <laughs> Are you Jackie? Yeah, well, I'm Bill. And he stayed visiting the whole with us time. the whole time. It was great. We great asked, conversation with him. We asked for a picture with him, and it was, it was cute. A few minutes later, he goes, wait, 
can we get another picture? I need to get one and send to Ira. His wife was out of town. And so she had given him the, you know, hey, this, she was the one that was our first introduction to the, to doing all this. So she wanted to make, he wanted to make sure and get a picture so he could yeah, send her. Yeah. They are just when super, super nice him, people. And, and this clock guy, you know, there's always a clock guy, you know, everything's got to happen within the, the second of, um, of, you know, the introductions and all the pregame festivities. Um, but I was talking to Bill and he, he was walking, he was kind of looking like it's, it's quote unquote our time. Yeah. And I said, I started, Oh, I was like, oh, we got to go. And the guy was like, Oh no, he was giving me the hand motions. Oh no, no, no. You <laughs> take as long Bill. as you want. You <laughs> as long as you want to take. I'm not going to say anything. And you got him to yeah. autograph your hat. Yeah, so cool. yeah, anyway, I like that the whole much. thing was just well, amazing. Hudson yep. went out onto the mound. We often joke, like if some, you know, adults talking to Hudson, he'll be like, what? What? We're like, Hudson, he walked out on that mound like he does it every day, yeah, yep. threw a great strike. Yeah, pitch. It was all around. You haven't seen it go to TikTok and you can watch it. Yeah, it's yes. a great little Yes. Great little all around, just yep. an amazing experience yep. for that, our we entire went to family. To watch, yep. the, watch the game. Was, and they won. Yep. It was yeah. Great. great. So, Got his anyway. ball signed by Edmonds Sosa. Sosa. Yes. Uh, so anyway, all around an amazing experience. And we just kind of wanted to share that, to, you know, to start in on our siblings episode. We get a lot of questions about Jordan and Hudson and their relationship. Jordan talks about Hudson a lot. So I want to kind of start in a little bit with the early years. When you have kids 12 years apart, Jordan has spent a lot of her years as an only child. I also talk on our social media often about Jordan does have a need for sameness. Mm -hmm. She likes routine. We work with her often on breaking out of that routine because it helps her yeah. quality of life and our quality of life. But so 12 years, she had been an only child. And people ask, how did she do with that? And it's amazing. From the day mm -hmm. from the we day, brought yeah. him home yeah. from the hospital, mm -hmm. she accepted yeah. and loved that kid yeah. instantly. Um, it, was, it was funny, you know, like as new moms do, if I, would, if I had been grocery shopping and... I would have him in the car with the door open in his car seat as a baby and I would be carrying groceries in, but Jordan would be very concerned. I forgot him. Jo um, Hudson, <laughs> Hudson, 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 come inside. Hudson. And I said, Jordan, I'm not gonna I am you. old. I am an old mom this time around. So I really appreciate the uh, reminders, but right, I promise right, I'm right. going to bring him in. Um, but it was just always really cool that from a very early start. Um, one of the things I was more nervous about than her accepting him was the, what we were going to do with her when we went to the hospital, because if you have more than one kid, I think it's stressful for anyone. What are you going to do with the younger well, sibling right. when it's time to go to the hospital to have yeah. your other one? Yeah. When you have a child with autism, that makes that worry and fear so much greater. We had many amazing neighbors that said, Hey, she can stay with us or we'll even come to your house. It's still a very large change for her. And so a few days, it was like a little over a week and a half before I was supposed to have them. I kind of called my mom in a panic and I just said, I don't think I can go to the hospital. I, I need a better plan for Jordan. Jordan. I just, yeah, I need. Yeah. And so, you know, 
like a mother will do. <laughs> she was planning on coming as soon as he was born. So she just came, a she came early. So she got there. She came on a Monday and I randomly went into labor on Wednesday. And so she was able to stay with Hudson, but I mean, stay with Jordan. Anyway, from day one, Jordan has loved and accepted that kid. One of the things um, I'm going to go into a little bit is the early years with Hudson. So if you know very much about autism, you would know that there is a much higher rate for autism with boys than girls. It's like a 75% higher rate. I don't know if that's all a true diagnosis or if it's better diagnosis in boys and girls. Mm -hmm. I don't know right, what that right, is. Sure. All I know is there's know, more boys yeah. diagnosed than girls. There's yep. also more studies have shown older people have a higher chance for having a child with autism. We are old. So here we are looking at, we were younger-ish, like 25 when we had Jordan, and she was a girl and she was diagnosed. So now we're having a boy and we are old. Mm -hmm. It was scary. Yeah, and when I say scary, we were gonna love that kid to pieces sure. no matter what. But the fear of do like raising a child with any disability, I think, for us, it was autism, um, is it's hard. It's hard. It, there's a lot mm -hmm. of extra hours that go into mm -hmm. it and a lot of extra money. Mm -hmm. And so your mind is racing to, do we have enough money and time and resources to give him all mm -hmm. of the stuff he needs yeah. if he has autism that we were able to give her. Right. Uh, so those are the fears that were playing into my mind. And with Jordan, she regressed at around eight, between 18 to 24 months with autism. So the first year of Hudson's life, I was pretty well able to relax and enjoy him because he was developing typically. It was when we got to about 12 months that my panic set in because I was so scared it was going to happen again. Did you like, I, it's hard to not, remember back no, then. Not, not the as way. much as you did. I mean, yeah. you were crazy about it. <laughs> I, mean, I was, I was really like, and you hired, hired even a speech therapist to come in the house and well, and he was in a study from birth. That's true. That was part of an NIH study. And it was with Marcus autism center here locally mm -hmm. in Atlanta. And so that. from birth, once a month, he would wear a voice recorder on him and it would record every, everything throughout the day. And like every three months he would go in and he would do this eye tracking and it was called a sibling study, but they had, and so they were tracking both they wanted to see like siblings who had a higher rate. They were tracking them for the first three years of life. So, um, and then every like six months to a year, I think maybe he was evaluated. So anyway, yeah. he was, he was he looked it, at a lot. So that last evaluation, did it scare you or something? No, no, always. Like, every time we would go in that it was reassuring to me because they would be like, he's doing great. He's on track with what they could. They sure. can't tell you everything because it's a study. And, um, but it was still, it was like, so that day and for a few days going forward, I would be so much more relaxed, but then that fear mm -hmm. would start coming, would start coming in. in. So around 18 months, I would start 
recording him on my own. We would do videos and now they're the cutest stinking videos. <laughs> I need to share some for you guys because I would say, say this, say that. And I would do pretty much the same exact ones at least several times a week. So I see, could go back and progress. look to see if he was progressing or regressing. Yeah, right. um, but around age two was when I think I finally started to relax and see that he was not losing skills. He was yeah. gaining them. Right, and, right, uh, right. but, uh, that the year one to two was, right. it was hard. Yeah. It was hard. It was emotionally really challenging, but through that all, Jordan was the great big sister. Um, a, and they still fight. Oh, yeah. I mean, just can, like any brother yes. and sister would, of course. Um, I mean, even in early years, they would wrestle. and Yeah. But on. one thing I think was interesting from a very early age with Hudson, it's not like we ever had to sit him down no. and, and talk to him about no, Jordan has autism. Right. This right. is what it is. Right. But he learned I mean, young, that oh, she yeah. loved ribbon. Yeah. Well, do they? Well, okay, she I've still does. She still does. She loves ribbon. Yeah. So he would go over. And what she does with the ribbon is she just puts it in her hand and I, I say almost kind of twirls it with her, just for, making loops or kind of whips it. And that's her. That's her. Um, stem. So an autism term for that would be stem. Yeah. Some kids shake. Yep. Some, some kids. Yes. Uh, do different things. Do but, different hers things. but hers is, is ribbon. Just, just, just and she a loves ribbon it. you'd put around a present. I mean, it's real thin ribbon, just. That's all it is. So Hudson learned at a very early age that he would go over, grab her ribbon and run. And it didn't make her mad. She would start laughing and she'd chase after him. Hudson, Hudson. And that was his way of learning to interact. Now, another funny story, which as he gets older, he'll probably be mad at me for sharing this one, but it's a funny one. She can't stand if anyone has their pants like kind of like with their butt crack showing <laughs> she can't stand it so like she can't and so she but she'll start laughing and so he would learn and he was probably two but he would like kind of pull his pants down a little bit and start running and she'd be like Hudson you pull those pants up and she'd run behind him to pull, yank those yank pants up wedgie. but the funny part about it is how he learned so young yeah how to interact unique ways to get her to interact with him because the traditional ways were not necessarily yeah, going to work. Yeah, and right. he just learned that very early on. Yeah, um, yeah. She wasn't going to get down on the floor and play with him unless right. he quote unquote picked a fight with her. Yes. Mean, or, yeah. Yeah. Know, picking on her. Yeah. Taking her ribbon away. Yeah. Like so we also though, as parents knew from a very early age that those natural sibling interactions that many siblings would have weren't going to occur with our kids. But I think we've always worked hard then to find family activities that we can do together. And we've done that since day one. We still do. Yeah. We still do. Um, and so I think that is important for any family to find those things. So we figured out early on with Jordan, the fastest way to her heart is food. Well, we need to do another whole podcast sometime on Jordan and food because it hasn't always been the case. When she was little, we had to teach her to like new foods, but that's a story for a different day. But the important thing was we had over the years taught things for her that she enjoyed doing. She liked going for hikes. She liked swimming. She liked riding a bike. She, there were things she liked to do. So we incorporated those as families as a family early on so that there was things we all could always do together because I know sometimes I think it could easily switch if you don't do that to, okay, 
this well, parent. Then you do that has that child. This yes. parent has the and other child. Just, and you keep it separate and you kind of do your own yeah. thing. And we see families that still do that. And some have to. Yeah. But I think if there's any way possible to at least find your one thing, yeah. your one thing start, you can do as a family. Yeah. The other thing for us that's extremely important is meals together. Our whole family sits down together for dinner almost every night. It gets harder as Hudson's baseball schedule gets crazier, yeah, right, but we still right. do. Yeah. It's not usually a gourmet meal, but we're going to sit down to something. Yeah, right. um, but during that, almost always, it's talking about the events at the shirt shop for the day or the events on the baseball field. Because the shirt shop is what's so important Jordan. to Jordan, mm -hmm. and baseball right now is what's so important. And I want, I think it's just as important for Jordan to listen about Hudson's stuff as Hudson to listen about hers. And I think when you look at the role of having a child with a disability, we often think so much of what the typical sibling needs to do for that child with a disability, but I think we forget that it's just as important to try to teach that sibling with a disability to do something to support that other sibling. So for us, that's going to Hudson's games. And thankfully, and she Jordan, yeah. she does love it. Like talk about this week. Oh yeah. I mean, we've, he's at practices on Wednesday and Thursday and first is Wednesday. Jordan, you want to go to the game? We want to go to practice. Well, Hudson was actually the one that figured a that out. Thursday. No, usually it's Jordan and I stay home for practices. Right. And she started mentioning something oh, about Hudson's going Hudson's to game. Going to game. I said, no, Oh no, no it's game. just practice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm which Hudson thinks everyone would want to watch him every time he plays, which I don't blame him. He's it's fun. And Jordan and Hudson goes, well, dad, Jordan could go. And so you looked over at oh, her yeah. and like, you want to go, there? you want to go practice? Of course she jumps up and here she goes. But then the next day, cause he had practice Wednesday and Thursday. Well, Hudson's like, Jordan, you want to go? And all of a sudden he, she, yeah. You didn't plan on her going. No, because it was hot out. Yeah, it it's just a practice. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Of course, oh no, she wanted to go. And she has, she does great. She, she and her just sit there and yes. watch and yeah. talk a little bit. And, just and I know and there's, could. there's probably some listeners thinking there's no way I could get my child with autism to sit through a game. And I totally hear that. Hey, we do have an advantage. Practice is probably the yes. best, best try at going at it. We have an advantage because it would have been much harder if our kids were closer together in Jordan's early years. She's older now. But maybe even taking two cars yeah. and maybe your child with autism can't even get out of the car, yeah. but you take a picture of them even five minutes in the parking lot watching from the parking lot. So you can show that sibling, Hey, they made it three minutes today watching your game because then the next week when you go, they might be able to make it four minutes, but you're showing, first of all, you're working with one child, but you're also showing that sibling out on the ball field or whatever it is that it's important enough to put in the effort to try and they're going to see it get better. And you might have to have that three yeah. minutes in the car as that child's favorite thing. That might be the only time you le ever let them have Skittles or you ever let them have this. That's okay. But I think it's really important to show both, you know, siblings well, support you, each other. Whether you sit in the stands or whether you sit in the outfield or a lot of small rural yeah. places, you can pull your car right up to the outfield or right up to the fence. Yeah, right? because it might start as in the car, but you might work up to, you might work up to then in the stands, taking that Skittles to the stand, yeah. but it's, you have to do baby steps. Um, because if you go there thinking day one, you're going to set through the whole game 
it's going to be disappointing for everyone. It's um, hard on the parents, but the parents would be, has to be the one that takes the initiative yes. and try something. Different. Yeah. And then just keep mm-hmm. trying, mm-hmm. keep trying and have that friend. If that first time you go ends in a disaster, have that friend you can call and cry on their shoulder. Have someone that gets it. But that friend, if you are that friend, say you are someone that does not have a child with a disability, you don't know anything other than I'm going to let this person cry on my shoulder, encourage them to try again. Ask them, hey, do you want me to go sit in the car with you that next game so we can try again? I think that having support makes trying anything new so much easier. So if you're the one that doesn't have the child with a disability, I think the best thing you can do is be the encourager, the supporter, go with them, hold their front hand, whatever they need to do to get them to keep trying. But I think that's been kind of a key in helping develop Jordan and Hudson's relationship because Hudson spends a lot of time at the shirt shop. So it is just as important for him to see all of us spending time watching him. Absolutely. And he is so cute. Any like if he's getting ready to go up to bat, he wants to turn around and look, are we watching? Um, it, it's a fun, it's just a, it's a fun thing we can all do as a family. We all really, we, we enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, those are some things we've done to help get that. The other thing that's really big for Hudson and Jordan to be able to do together is games. They play a lot of games and board games. Board games. Yes. Card games. Also basketball, but I'm specifically talking about card games, board games. And so we try to find games that are fun for any age Early age, pretty easy games, I think. So both of them, a lot of they can both do it together. Together, and we're not even involved because that. Yes, they will go over and play games together, and that's enough. That is one of my favorite mom moments: is to watch them playing games and me being in the other room, and they don't even know I'm watching because Hudson. Hudson's a helper. The funny thing is when Hudson's just playing a game with us, he's pretty cutthroat. He is win at all cost. And I'm like, buddy, we're playing go fish, but he, he might get that honestly from both of us. We're pretty, but when he's playing just with Jordan and he doesn't know we're watching, he wants to help her. He knows that balance of like, okay, here's what we do. And he wants her to win. It's so, it's fun. It's fun to watch. He's he's been like that early on. Yes. Yes. Uh, but I think one of the things that have helped get that is getting it to where she's able to support him too, because it's never just all one-sided in our house. It's, we always push for that blend, but I will say like, you know, our life is a, a lot social media. So a few weeks ago I get the negative TikTok mm-hmm. person. At first I thought it was just a really sweet comment. <clears throat> and she said, I think it was a she, I don't know, that um, I wish you'd show more about about Hudson on here. And then, of course, she had to follow it up. She goes, you do realize you have two kids, right? <laughs> and I'm like, really? No, I totally forgot. But my point is, our kids, like Hudson's life is not about TikTok. No, it's not about social media. Not about he's eight. Yeah, he's about and so and we, like any other family, we parent our kids based on what they need. And so, you know, Hudson's on TikTok a little bit, but he, he doesn't care. He doesn't want to take time. Like 
the people at the shirt shop will sometimes say, I'll be like, Hey Hudson, do you want to come and do a video real quick? He's like, no, I'm playing basketball. And we never force him. Like that is not his job. He is eight. That is what his life is. But Jordan thrives on it. And Hudson loves seeing her thrive on it. He loves hearing about her TikTok fame. Um, But that's not his thing. He doesn't care about it. But so in any parenting style, you learn, you got two kids, you, you parent them for what their needs are. And some people are going to agree with you. Some people aren't. You're always going to have, you know, those other people that want to judge yeah, from the sideline. I, 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 I just ignore them. Yeah. Worry well, about them more than I do. Yeah. But anyway, this is kind of our all about siblings, Hudson's relationship, Jordan's relationship. But one thing... I want you all to know is, you know, summarizing this up in a podcast, it makes it sound easy. It's not. It, you know, every kid, both neurotypical and with a disability is different. So you're just going to have to keep digging to find what works for your family. I know we have a lot of listeners that do not have a child with a disability. I know we have a lot of teachers that follow us. And so you might be thinking, well, how does this relate to us? One of the things like all of Hudson's friends, their parents, the best thing they do for us is help their kids be comfortable around Jordan because that helps Hudson and it helps Jordan. They talk openly about Jordan and about you know, her differences, well, her similarities, even if it's, if it's car, they car are with her school, a lot. Wherever, picking up Hudson, and so Jordan yeah. interacts with them. Yep, we laugh. It's also like, sure. it's like her little additional siblings, but they're comfortable with, she's comfortable with them they're and comfortable they're comfortable with her. With her. Yeah. And they all know when she, if she's bugging, you know, and when I say bugging them, Jordan loves to like mess with their face. She does the same thing to them as yeah. Hudson. And we tell them, Hey, just tell her to stop. And the, the, way they know how to interact with her is incredible. So if you don't have a child with a disability, that's where helping them be comfortable is such an important thing you can do because it just helps feed the whole feeling of inclusion. And it is one of the best things you can do for a family that has a child with a disability. So I always encourage people, use Jordan as your example. We have a lot of families that will watch our porch swing videos together with their child and, you know, point out how Jordan sounds different, but then point out how she loves Pepsi. She loves pizza. She loves swimming. We often focus on just the differences. We need to focus on the similarities because that's what's going to help people get comfortable being around everyone. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. We thank you so much for listening. We are figuring out what works for our family, and we are just hoping to help you figure out what works for yours. Thank you so much for listening to the Be Kind to Everyone podcast. We know your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it with us. Word of mouth is the number one way people learn about new podcasts. So we need your help for people to find us. Please, please, please tell everyone you know about our show. To learn more about our story and see our shirts, go to BeKindToEveryone.com. Thanks for listening. Have a good day, you guys.